Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome I to did the intro last time. I started. Oh, oh okay. Hello, welcome <laughs> to Can We Help You, your non-professional advice oh, podcast. Goodness. We've got Sash Me, Jax over there, Franco over there as well. I'm Franco. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're not going to the, you're not going through the script, are you? And you can think of us as the big brothers and sister you never had or wanted. We are here to help you with all of life's questions, debates, and hot topics, big or small. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Welcome. actually, I have a little question to start us off this week. Okay. Um, so I'm headed to the desert in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, to Palm Springs Vegas. again. Palm Springs. No, no, just to Palm, oh, Palm Springs. Springs. Why do you yeah. always go to Palm and Springs? Is it a work well, thing? Well, I'm, I'm going for a conference and I went to the same conference last year. Oh, oh okay. Um, Sounds fancy. And, mm. But this year they've asked me to speak. <gasps> oh, okay. This is big. Yeah. Okay, and, okay, okay, and, okay, so okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> How many people will be there? How many other speakers are there? And what topic are you talking about? Well, a it's conference. a conference at Palm Springs kind of makes me think that it's like a real like executives yeah, trying like to get away and have a bit of a holiday at the same <laughs> play time. Play some kind golf, of, swim in the yeah, pool. Yeah. yeah, it's a big, big golf area, Palm Springs. Um, uh, there's, I'm not sure how many people are going to be there. There's going to be more than 10. Um, but it's a big week-long conference with many different panels and many different speakers. Okay. Um, so you might have like between what, like 50 and 100 then maybe that you're talking about? I'd to? say probably at least that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you know yeah. how big the room is that you're going to be Are speaking you, in? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how large the room itself is. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't asked for specs of the room. <laughs> Um, measurements. <laughs> Can I get the measurements of the uh, room, please? Excuse me. Before I agree to this, I need the uh, measurements of the room um, and the capacity and how many you've sold. Um, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> and the topic? What do they want you to talk about? There's a few of us and we're just briefly speaking about 
um, our thoughts around the future of the entertainment industry. Okay, and that's very broad. Why what? are you what, like? Uh, this is I a good feel question. Like this isn't so this your is niche. My, yeah, yeah. This is why I come to you and say, "What the oh, fuck am I going to say to this group of people?" Well, I don't fucking know. Why did they? <laughs> surely they asked the you for a reason. Industry. Oh, I don't know. What was their reason? Who asked you? Like, who said, "Jax, we want you for this"? Well, I went to the conference last year, and then one of the people that I met there, they're like, "Oh, would you like to come and speak uh, this year?" What do they like, think you um, do? Yeah, I guess so. Do they think you're someone else? <laughs> have they mistaken you? For Maybe someone? they do. <laughs> well, now I'm going to just have to make it up. Oh. Well, I can't just. I can't. I've agreed to it now. I can't say that. Oh, by the way, I'm not the person that you were after. Because, like, the future of the entertainment industry. I'm thinking, like, yeah. directors, actors. Um, yeah. I, I, Podcast is that the entertainment industry? I mean, yeah, I kind of that's what I'm thinking is because Jax works for a company that just started a podcast division. They maybe think that podcasting is like the new cutting edge, and it hasn't been around for years and years. Mm. So maybe, maybe you should (laughs) just talk about podcasts like they just came out. Yeah. Should I plug? Should I plug our podcast? Definitely, in the, like, in the definitely. Yeah. How I, am I going to work that in? Show people how cutting edge we are. <laughs> yeah, like we're pretty. I'll just play the little intro bit and show them how good we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, along with the results from our poll. This is the future of intros. Um, <laughs> guys, I don't know about the future of the entertainment industry, but this is the future of podcast introductions. Yeah. Um, Clearly, I feel like you can work us in if your name's on a program. If they're like, okay, how should we credit you? <gasps> good idea. Could be I like be? Lionsgate, my bio. yeah, audio producer Lionsgate and host of the Can We Help You podcast. Can We Help You podcast. Nice. Hello. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, <gasps> this is why we need Can We Help You shirts because I could wear a Can We Help You shirt to the panel but and then I wouldn't have to, it would just be subliminal. When, <laughs> when is it this? <laughs> why is it like that? When is this? Oh, sorry, when is it this? <laughs> um, it's in a couple of weeks. Okay, so you've got time to go make a shirt. Are you going to make our first line oh, of merch? Maybe. Well, I think he's just going to do a limited edition print of one. I think <laughs> no one will know what the hell the shirt is and no one will really think about it, to be honest. Oh, okay. So it's not worth the time or money? I feel like it needs to have something bold on it. Uh, remember the, the – I still remember the first thing we were going to get printed on merch, which was knees are a very important part of your life. Oh, yeah, still true. I'm going to get that printed on a shirt. Get that printed on a shirt. And then have like on the bottom, like or on the back, like our social handle. You? I reckon at Can We <gasps> Help idea. You podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because nice. people will be like, "What? You know, if you ever wear a shirt that has writing on it, people try and yeah. read it always. So if yeah. I've, yeah, I've got a shirt true. at the moment, <laughs> it's in another the um, writing's in French. So everyone's. I always watch people look at my shirt and then like kind of like squint their eyes like what does that say i can't quite make it out and they're like oh it's another language i've got no idea um by the way always google phrases on your shirts because people have gotten into trouble that way i always google if i see a what shirt kind of trouble oh if it's like kim jong-il's the greatest like you know you don't want to walk around wearing a shirt yeah, look, in korean that yeah, says but that see look I understand for tattoos. I I know that's a thing where you get a tattoo on, on your body that's there forever and then you're like, wait, that's not what I meant to say. But for a T-shirt, <laughs> chicken soup. surely you could just be like, oh, I'm just being ironic. No. no I, why, why would you wear something what? that you don't know what it means? I'm, I don't know. Well, I'm I very have, I have particular a T-shirt, about that stuff. The T-shirt that I have, it says Alera à Paris and it just means go to Paris. But I checked before I bought it because I was like, 
I don't want it to say something cringy. Uh, I wouldn't check. I'd have just bought it. No, if it's I'd cool, check. I'd have bought it. I'd wear it. But anyway, nah. so my point I is. I just wouldn't wear it. That's just me. <laughs> All right, Franco. If you have something really eye-catching on your shirt and then make sure that our, okay. ha- our handle's like quite visible still underneath, just underneath, then I okay. think. All right. I, I reckon. Good idea. Yeah, it might just come across as an ad. Nah, I reckon if there's anyone who knows how to print shirts listening. Yeah. I need to know how to do a shirt. Could someone help hmm. me out with the shirt? Do they have Vista print in the US? That's I'm sure they have something like okay. that. Okay. Find something yeah, like Vista something print like if all else fails. And then maybe okay. like put our faces on the back or something. Oh, little cartoon faces <laughs> yeah. of us. Yeah. We also need a cartoon drawing of us. Anyone know how to yeah. do cartoons? Any cartoon drawers out there? Hit us Please up. help. Um, I feel like you're going to be on a panel, right? So you're going to be able to yeah, yeah. bounce off other people. So what I thought, if you want, we can practice. Yeah. All right? Oh, okay, great. So great, Franco okay. and I will be two other members of the panel. Franco and I are going to... Oh, who's going to moderate? Who's going to throw the questions out? Oh, okay. How about how about Franco moderates? All right? Okay. And yep. I'll be on the panel okay. with you. All Ask right, me a question, Franco, and then Jax, I want you to bounce off something I say. Okay, great. Here right. we go. Okay, so what are we talking about? This is the the future of the, the future entertainment, of entertainment industry. Yep. Okay, so um, uh, as as you can see from this this graph on our presentation, <laughs> the the future of uh, the future of TV shows is trending towards uh, streaming, and yes. you can see that streaming has increased by mm, six yes. million percent in the last ten years. <laughs> Sash, yep. Yeah, look, I I have watched this grow exponentially as CEO of Sashflix and, you know, we've yeah. just gone from strength to strength and it's been quite incredible to be on the forefront of that growth. And there's no doubt that people want to be able to consume their media on demand. They don't want to have to deal with ads. They don't want to have to sit through another program to get to what they're getting to. They just want to hit play and watch it. And it's just something that I can't see changing. I think we have started the revel evolution of this medium. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so totally right, Sash from Sashflix. <laughs> I mean, you know, people love podcasts too and they just want to hear it when they want it. And that's why podcasts are, are big now. Um, as you know from my own podcast, Can We Help You?, um, <laughs> We've seen great growth as well over time and it's because people just want content on demand. Mm. Um, and by the way, Can We Help You podcast, check us out online and hit us up on send us your questions through at Can We Help You podcast on all your socials. Thanks. Oh God, look, I know I'm moderating but I've, I've walked out. Yeah. <laughs> all it was was Can We Help You podcast, Can We Help You podcast, Can hey, We Help We might get some listeners. Yeah, I definitely think you should throw it in. Yeah, look, I mean – Sure. I think you've got the bones there. Um, I feel like you should maybe come up with one point that you think is actually okay. interesting. I'm going to have to Google something. So I want you to go away and come back to us next week with okay. some sort of insight <laughs> so that we can help you on your way a little bit because, yeah. I think you should just bring Sash. She did way better at that than you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, good luck with that, Jax. Let's she know how you go. She started her own streaming company. I know, Sashflix. Oh, Let's get on. Sashflix. Oh, God. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've got a question from Ronnie. Um, they sent this to us by Instagram at Can We Help You Podcast. If you have a question and you're listening, feel free to send it through that way. Um, we would love to hear from you. All right, Ronnie says, I'm supervising some interns at work. My manager recently gave a positive review to one of the interns during the end of internship meeting and said there could be positions for them in the future. However, privately, we consider them unproductive and have no intention of hiring them. My boss said they were just being supportive. However, I'm now struggling to trust anything they say to me. Am I being unreasonable? Can you help me? Love, Ronnie. Oof. Wow. This is tough. Wow. That's tricky. It's so hard with interns because, like, um, you know, in media we get quite a few interns that come through. I've I interned at four different places while I was studying, um, and you get two types of interns. You get the bored, uninterested ones who are just there to tick a box, and then you get the ones who are yep. engaged and who actually show. For me, depending on the industry, I don't know what industry Ronnie works in, but for me, like, if I if an intern came into us and was like engaged at the very least, then that was a sign to me that they had the potential. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I was, I interned a few times and did work experience and I, because I was interested in audio production, I literally just sat there kind of like a sponge and I'd ask questions Mm. and I was super engaged. But I feel like being on the other side of that, I've had people come in and work experience and whatever. Most of the time, no one ever wants to work in audio production. (laughs) So most of the time it's like, you know, they do a, they come in because they're someone's friend or they're someone's uncle's niece or wait, they're someone's someone's niece. <laughs> or you know they're they're the general manager's best friends, kid, you know, nephew, yeah. or whatever, or kid, and they come in. That's how they get in because otherwise, oh, you know, we don't do work experience here. But if you if you're connected, then you they'll let you in. And then they do like a they do a week, and they do you know one day in sales, and they do mm-hmm. one day oh, those are the worst in ones programming, yeah. and they do one day in marketing. And then they come in, they do audio or news or whatever, and they sit there and they're like, this is the most boring thing <laughs> I've ever witnessed and I'm like, oh, this is what I do in my job. And they're like, what? <laughs> Who would want this job? Who would ever want to do this for a job? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, um, see ya. Yeah, no, and it's the same for news because unless they're a journo intern, they've yeah. usually got – although actually we had these two high school girls come through and they were mm. – maybe it's because there were two of them so they felt more confident. They were in year 10. Yeah. So they were like, what, 15 or 16 and they were wild. They were just like – Oh my god! Like they just walked into the newsroom and just <laughs> lost their shit. And we were sitting there. We we're all sitting there, like because we're not used to it. People, it's funny. We have a newsroom whiteboard, and we wrote our 2023 goals on it. And one of them was make the newsroom more approachable because people often just walk right past <laughs> us. Um, and we talked. We talked to a few people. Um, we call them friends of the newsroom because they're people who will actually stop to talk to us. And they're mm-hmm. like, "You guys always just look so busy. Like we don't want to interrupt you." I'm like, "Oh no, I'm like never busy ever." And these girls just came in and 
were so chatty and were like asking us all these questions. And they, but you know, it was funny. They didn't understand radio at all. They were just like, "So where does this go? Like, I don't understand what you are doing." And we were just like, "Oh yeah, like it goes on um, on the air." And talking like, to the yeah, in the big bloody stick and it thing. goes out. Yeah, the and then it's magical. And they were like interrupt. One of the girls was explaining something to them, and they literally interrupted to have their own conversation. It was. <laughs> The most wild intern experience I've ever had. The problem with interns is even the ones who are enthusiastic, and look, if you're an intern or you want to be an intern, you're listening to this, look, we love you, still do it. But the problem is the reason you're, you know, you're an intern because you're not particularly experienced. So what the fuck are we going to do with you? Like really. I I know when I did work experience, the first, I did work experience, I did a few work experiences, but one, the main one I did in year 10 was like I went to a production company and I was stoked to be at a production company. They were making ads and stuff. And they were like, because they're a production company and this was like 2007, so they would just get literally in the mail every day would be like a pack of different people, directors, producers, editors, reels that would just, you know, no one would watch because, you know, you don't need 500 new editors every week. And so they would get me and they'd say, oh, look, take all the reels and just categorise them and just like do them alphabetically and um, just organise them for us. And so I spent half a day like taking reels that no one's ever watched and no one will watch and just like (laughs) putting them in order of like, alphabetical and then they were like oh okay um and then can you go and look on google and find us some brand logos for a pitch that we're doing and i'm like oh okay i know i'm capable of doing more than just googling and alphabeticalizing (laughs) reels yeah but like that's the thing is that you're too young you tend to me doing work experience is wild because i know you're too young to be able to make any sort of significant contribution we had a bunch of interns come through last year um i think i mentioned it on the podcast actually the brian white scholarship which if you're yes. a budding journal and you're interested, you should apply. You get to do an eight-week internship, paid internship at all the major radio networks um, in their newsrooms, which is really cool because it's a news internship. And those those ones are good because they're university educated and they actually want to get a job. Although we did have a girl mm-hmm. who won during COVID and she kind of gave up on her radio career aspirations. <laughs> and so oh. she was a teacher. So she took time off her teaching job. To come and spend eight weeks at a bunch oh, of wow. radio newsrooms. She was lovely and she was good, but like, I was like, what's the point? Like, what, why? <laughs> I was kind of like, do you like want to like get into radio still? She's like, yeah, maybe. And I'm like, okay, no, you don't. You're just, I don't know, taking eight weeks off your job to, you know, hang out in newsrooms. How boring. But anyway, um, but Ronnie's question, I guess, was more geared towards being able to believe their manager after hearing their manager yeah, that is, give that's feedback. Yeah, kind of tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. i got to say, though, for people taking on interns, perhaps it's that similar vein to kind of what Jax and I were saying. Although, to be fair, like I got jobs by being an intern. So being an intern yeah, of course. has – you can get a job through an internship. 100%. It depends. But you don't know what the company's plans are. You don't know if they're hiring anytime exactly. soon. You've got no idea, right? So maybe in this case – you know, I, I guess, Ronnie, your manager was just maybe just trying to be polite and was like, we're not hiring anyway, so why would I even bother trying to make this person hireable? Yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't. I, I feel think, like they wouldn't do that with their own employees because then they're, then they're losing. Your I boss don't know. Losing. You know what? This, this question has just uh, kind of made some things appear to me in the sense that how can you ever know? If anyone you work with is being genuine <laughs> about what they're saying to you. Anyone ever no, I mean, is being genuine. 
Right. If you've still got a job, that's probably a good start. Oh, well, maybe, but I don't know. It's hard to fire people in this economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this economy. <laughs> Say that at your forum, at your panels. <laughs> Say that. that sounds, good idea. Yeah, it's hard to fire people hard in this economy. To fire people. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded smart. Um, yeah, I know, but at the same time, like. Because, like, you know, I've had bosses and people be like, oh, great work. And I'm like, wait, do you. Now I'm thinking, like. <laughs> Did they actually think that? I feel Maybe they like didn't. Maybe they were just blowing smoke up my ass and I'm like, oh, I'm so great. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like if you work for any sort of half-decent establishment, that's a, yeah. that is a silly way to go to blow smoke up your employees' asses because they're the ones missing out. They're well, paying that's, you. That, yeah. I know, I know. But, he, okay, here's – I had once. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a – uh, you know, what do they call them? Uh, I, don't, I don't do them anymore, but what do they call them? A yearly review, annual review, annual review. performance review. Performance review. I once had a performance review with a boss and we were having a great time. We were like, oh, ha, 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 what about this? Oh, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, just put like a three or a four or whatever. <laughs> we were like, oh, five for this, four for that. And we were just mucking around and we were like, cool, all right, great. And he's like... I'll submit that to the uh, to the bosses and it'll be sweet. And I was like, okay, cool. The next day, I get a call from like the um, like the network head oh. of my yeah. department. So the bosses, bosses, boss. the bosses, bosses, and they said to me, um, "Hey, listen, I'm just looking at your performance review, and I'm kind of confused because I I don't know why." This would have happened. So I went in. I went in with the boss, and we took like you know it was one to five, and we were like, yeah, five you have to score four yourself, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, it needs improvement in like one or two things. And he's like, and so I get the call the next day from the big boss, and he's like, your performance reviews are like twos and threes, huh? And I'm like, okay, what so you, the boss is a sociopath. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, I've got your review here, and it's like twos and threes. It's got all this stuff you need to work. And I'm like, I, li- I sat in that office yesterday, and we were mucking around. We were doing fives and fours, and none of this was brought up then. And I'm like, oh my god, that's horrific. So what do I do? And you can't like when the big boss calls, you can't be like, mate, nah, <laughs> nah. We were we, nah. we were mucking around, and half of them were fives. Can you? You got to be like, oh yeah, um, well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Did you talk to that bot? Did, what happened? No, then it was really awkward because I was like, "What do I? What do, what I, do you I, do? What am I going to do? Go out and and be like, oh, um, did you change my performance review? <laughs> like, what? What's he going to say? No, but <laughs> but what happened? Like, did you like? Or did you not stay long enough to get another performance review? Did they fire you? I didn't stay long enough to get another performance review after that. But that is <laughs> for a while so I was wild. like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I was just like, oh, I guess I'll um, just work on my performance then. And then I never trusted that boss ever again. No, no and you fair, wouldn't. you shouldn't either because that's fucked because that your direct line manager, the person who's directly in charge of you, that's their job is to is right. to is to set you up for greatness. And if you're not doing something right, well then get you to work on it. Like that's their job. Yeah, so and I often think I'm like, fuck man, how awkward if you're the boss and you're having to have these 
conversations with people about their I performance. Know. I don't want to be a boss. Like, can you imagine sitting? No, I'd love to because I'm oh. a sticky beak and I want to know what everyone's <laughs> business is. No, I don't want to. I don't want to have those conversations to be like, I know, you know, I've worked for many bosses who have had to have many. I try not to be the difficult one, but I've worked for people who have had to have many difficult conversations with difficult workers mm. or for difficult things. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to put out fires. I just want to work. I just want to do a job and I just want to see you later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. If you're a manager, I feel like you have to care a little bit more about everything. Yeah, you got to like manage who's going to be there and, oh, I'm called in sick. Oh, what are we going to do? We're going to have to blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't care. I got my first taste of managerial experience last year during the Sydney floods and my boss yeah. was like, off for three weeks, like you're, you know, <laughs> pop you in charge. And it was totally cool. I was like, yeah, no worries, man, all good. She's like, I'm sure yep. everything will be fine. Like, you know, it'll just roll on as it normally does. And you guys know in our industry, but in any industry, well, a lot of industries, I can't speak for all of them, but often like things just plug along. Things just keep going. Nothing yes. happens. Like you just do your job. Everyone comes in and does their job and goes home. And that's how it was where I was working. And, of course, then we had a major natural disaster strike and I'm mm-hmm. in charge for the first time ever going, holy crap. And I had to care so much about so many things and I <laughs> did care. But at the end of it, I was exhausted. I was like, how do people do this all the time, 24-7? Know, this is their I job. Know. And then it all falls on you. Like if people like, if you're like, oh, hey, Samantha, um, can you come in and cover the afternoon shift? And she's like, no, my house is flooded. I can't go yep. anywhere. I can't get anywhere. I've got no microphones at home. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, well, I guess I I'm going to have to do, to do the afternoon shift. That's exactly it. And then they're like, thank you so much. And you're like, no worries. And then you go no around and Would collapse. you like to give me a pay rise <laughs> or even just a box of chocolates? Uh, or? They did They did, They did. did give me a reimbursement because they were like, you did a great oh, job. I was no. like, oh, thank you. Um but Ronnie, so I understand how you feel. Yeah. And now I don't think you can ever trust your boss again because I never did. And you're just going to have to move on. I think, Ronnie, if you're really that concerned, why don't you just organise a sit-down chat with your boss and say, hey, just wanted to check in and make no, sure everything's no, going okay. No, that's not going to go well at all. I think there is a good way to check, though. You do something like that. I think a boss who is telling the truth will tell you when you're doing bad things as well as good things. True. If it's all good things, then that's a horrible sign. That's true, actually. That's true. Maybe you could test the waters a bit and you could do something really bad and see what they say. And if they're like, that's actually, oh no, that was fine that you set fire to the (laughs) curtains the other day. You're doing such a great job. Then you know, you know. Yeah, maybe Ronnie, just test it lightly. Just do something semi bad that's not going to screw up any revenue streams or anything like that. Yeah, just write a, a report with like a bunch of spelling mistakes. Don't set anything on fire. No, um, don't do we that. We did not recommend that you did that. No, we <laughs> that don't. Was, that was Jackson, For legal reasons, Jackson's we don't recommend that you do that. But if you did, <laughs> then you would know. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, bosses are lots of fun, aren't they? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bosses are a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't want to end on that. Can we say something else? Can we edit that out? Is that our, is that our new T-shirt? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. So what do we yes. got? That's our new T-shirt. I want to put that Bosses on my T-shirt. Bosses are a lot of fun, aren't they? No, I see. That just sounds like a bad, like, misquote. You I want know. to put that on my T-shirt underneath knees are the most important part of life. You guys are sucky.
You guys are a lot of fun to deal with. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we covered it all. I was like, that was that was it. What else can I add to this? And I spoke when I shouldn't have. Yeah, clearly. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Never do that again. Hey, you know what we haven't done for a while? What? Food chat. Oh, okay. Here we go. Although actually, okay. hang on. We kind of did last episode because we talked about the Palmy versus Palmer debate. But that wasn't really no, it was very chat. briefly. What do you want to chat about? I don't know. I just feel like talking about food because I'm hungry. Oh, okay. What well, are, what's what everyone having, having for dinner? dinner? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to. I'm going for Mexican tonight. <gasps> Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to the best, pretty much the best restaurant in in the Illawarra in Wollongong. It's well, called Amigos. Amigos. Got, I feel like it has I, the I'm just, best Mexican. Mm. Oh my god. I'm just gonna put this out there. Just talk I feel statue. like of all places, a Australia generally, but B, particularly the Illawarra. I don't know about the Mexican there. Oh, Just okay. want to put that look, out there. Look, there are I get, immigrants I get living all saying. over the place. They... Oh, 100%. I just don't know if that's where you're going to get like It does not Mexican. make sense. It doesn't make sense. I, I will I will agree with you there and I've yeah. been to plenty of places. There's, there's about 40 million Mexican places in Surrey Hills in Sydney. Mm. None of them are this good. Mm-mm. None of them are very good at all, really. Do they have different coloured corn things? What? Different coloured corn things? What? Yeah, like like purple corn tacos no, and stuff. No, that's, oh, well, that's a bit of a gimmick. No, you've got you've got your your flour tortillas, or you've got your corn tortillas. That's yeah. it. That's Jax is just up himself now because he lives in LA and there's great Mexican <laughs> food in LA. Sorry. There is really good Mexican food. I will just. I feel like. Purple tortillas and and green burger buns are a very LA thing. <laughs> no, well, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> so is inviting non-experts onto a panel to discuss something that they don't know anything <laughs> about. Have you thought any more about your answer while we've been chatting? Uh, no. Maybe um, bosses are a lot of fun, <laughs> aren't they? That can be my hard to fire people in the uh, this economy, and uh, bosses are a lot of fun, aren't they? All right, fine. That's the end. Thank you for listening to the Can We Help You podcast. <laughs> you can find us at Can We Help You podcast on socials. And to get in touch, hit us up there or go to our website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com. Um, yeah, that's it. Great. <laughs> Let's end before any of us say something we'll regret. Oh, God, okay. Please end All right. It. <laughs> See you in a few days. Bye. End it now. Goodbye. B- bye. Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. 
It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>